0: I'm John, and I'm Keith, and this is your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John. Most things, Keith, Including. including but not limited to the man himself,
1: Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And but, this is a headache edition, John. This is the headache we both had uh, migraines
0: <laughs> within the past day, and both our heads are killing us right now. Today we had migraines. Yes, we did. But and, we're and pushing through for the people. That's right. For it the shows and how sister. much we love the Flummoxeddlers out there. Absolutely, man. So we're gonna do our best, y'all. So give us a little leeway on this one. And uh, so we are uh, here live at the Flumma-Doodle
1: Studio yes, for you guys, talking about Bill Murray. But first, let's talk about Widow's Link. Let's do. Uh, just give to the widows. All right, just give. I, I mean, Go by fund this me. point, you know what it is. Plum and diddle. Yeah, give
0: help people. Yeah, so let's give. give. Hey, to the and widows. you know what? Just a little uh, public service announcement there. If you're not in the habit of uh, of giving, mm-hmm. out of what you've been given, consider that. Find you a good organization. Um, whatever that is. That's right. Whether that's a church setting, whether that's a group that helps a particular issue, maybe people with food or, um. Who knows? Abuse shelters, homeless yeah. shelters, whatever. Whatever moves your heart, man. Or widows. Consider, or widows. Yeah. Widows should move your heart, too. That's right. So just give. Absolutely. Give and it will be given back. That's right. you will be blessed. All right. And today right. we're talking about a guy who likes to give back himself. Yes, he does. He Mr. does. Mr. Bill
1: Interestingly Murray. enough. I'm still Absolutely. in your Interestingly.
0: word. Interestingly, Interestingly, Interestingly enough. Interestingly enough. You say that a lot. Well, Bill Murray, Keith, was born in 1950, some in someplace in Illinois, I forgot, but uh, either way, he was born in Illinois, Keith. And what do you got to say after that?
1: Well, he was kind of an average kid, wasn't he? His mom worked in a mail room and his dad was a lumber salesman. All right, all right. Um, he did lose his dad when he was 17 years old. Okay. So he had a little tragedy in his Pretty life. Pretty big there. family. He had a lot yeah, of siblings. He did. and uh, th- I didn't know if you know this, John, but three of the, his siblings were actors as well. Did you know that?
0: I know that one of them is. I remember one of them very specifically. Doyle something Murray, something Doyle Murray. Oh, really?
1: What's he playing? Keith? That's not very
0: specific. We can't get that deep into it in the headache edition.
1: I got you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, did you know that uh, old Bill was a lead singer of a rock band in in his
0: high school? I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) But I could see him having the gusto to get out there and do that, be the first man. Yeah.
1: He he just uh, has that exuberant personality. Exuberant. Right? We've already we've used already that used one. that as a way to use for the that. Yeah, man.
0: No, we can't. But, but we can um, play
1: it up. But yeah. So um, anyway, old Bill was uh, he he kind of had that uh, outgoing personality. Oh right? yeah, to say the least. But average kid. Um, so
0: what about his career? So how did he get into acting and stuff, John? So well, Keith, he went to pre med, went to college, pre med, dropped out kind of early. Um, In his 20s, his brother invited him to an improvisational comedy treat, which is quite famous, called SCTV, Second City. Second City, yeah. And that that takes place in Chicago. Exactly. A lot of good comedians have come up through Second City. So there's something weird
1: about this. When I started studying for this, actually I first learned about this whole thing uh, by a documentary on Netflix uh, called um, Life Lessons from a Mythical Man, Bill Murray. Okay. Life lessons from a
0: mythical man. It's this documentary about Bill Murray. So for oh, wait a second, Keith, what? I'd like to go back. We we're going to bust our own flumadiddle. Okay. Now, are you sure that? Uh... Okay. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm positive. One hundred percent. <laughs> it's getting funny already, man. Because I was thinking there was nine children, which there are. It was him and eight siblings. Yeah, he had eight like, siblings, wait a that
1: makes nine. Like, I'm moving a little slow, key.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Moving <laughs> just a little bit slow. Like I said. But I do know that he was born in Wilmot, Illinois, not just someplace in Illinois. Oh, so i like to add that well, little Well, Wilmot factoid. is someplace in Illinois. <laughs> it, it certainly is. <laughs> it is.
1: It's probably still there well, all it these probably days is, later. yeah. So I don't even know where I was at. Oh yeah, it's a, there's a documentary on Netflix. That's yeah. what started me on that. That's what all got you on the Bill Murray thing. Anyway, this is what's kind of interesting, John. Um, talking about improv, improv, improvisation, improvisation, improvisational. Yeah, that's a good word for the day, right? Improvisational. improvisational. All right. So improvisational comedy. Um, they said that it is what yes and right. All right. That's that's kind of what they go with yes and so it's basically you build upon. Your um, teammate, whatever they say. So, say you say uh, there's a boat. I'm in a boat. Instead of me saying there's no boat there, what are you talking about? I say yes, and you are jumping up and down in the boat. You know, it's yes and you build upon okay. instead I got of putting putting down your imagination. I'm building upon your imagination. Yeah, I can see that. I never heard of that concept before. Anything about it? What's weird? I'm now listening to this week robin williams documentary book his uh, i guess you'd call that a biography says it's a book <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> once so, again ladies and gentlemen welcome to the headache edition <laughs> so anyway um i heard the same
0: concept one week later that i've never heard before in my entire life the yes and concept yes and okay speaking of yes and after second city at some point he moves to new york and he joins the National Lampoon Radio Hour. So you've heard of yeah, National yeah. Lampoon. And it ended up that there were several famous folks on there, including John Belushi yeah. and Gilda Radner. So that's where he got those connections. So did he?
1: Did John Belushi start the National
0: Lampoon stuff? No, uh-uh. I'm okay. really not sure what about What is the National Lampoon stuff? Well, the, our flumadiddlers are going to figure that out. Let, <laughs> let us, let know. us know.
1: I meant to look that up. I forgot. Yeah, I'm aware
0: of it as a comedy thing. Yeah, I know. It's like, entity.
1: Yeah, it's like some kind of... Entity like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and National yeah. Lampoon's Vacation and all right, these different exactly. things. Right, yeah. exactly. So, anyway. Um,
0: but it's been a platform and a jumping off point for a lot of great comedians as well.
1: Right, absolutely. So, so he's doing the improv improvational. <laughs> Improvisational. Golly, I can not say
0: that, man. Keith, you're going to have to put the whiskey down, man. This is a children's oh, show. No. I'm just kidding. There's no whiskey going on here. So. But if there was, Keith. It would be Irish whiskey. Just a little shout out to all our Irish folks out there. I've even got my Guinness shirt on, uh, Keith. Is there any slant possible into this, like an Irish slant into Bill Murray? I don't know. I bet he's been to Ireland before. <laughs> there you go. That's good enough for today. Yeah. All right, so let's pick up from there where he really starts to. a Scottish to... slant later on. Uh, who? Scottish. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that'll work. We'll okay. take that. Take that. All right, so imagine this, Keith. All right, I'm imagining John My Belushi, Gilda Radner have gone on to a little ditty that we know as Saturday Night Live. Ah. This guy named Chevy Chase was on there. Yeah. but Chevy but not leaves. Bill, but not Bill Murray. But not Bill Murray. Not yet. Right. But right, he knows Gilda and John from his yeah. National Lampoon days. So He goes on that radio hour. Exactly. So Chevy Chase takes off for the movies now, man. He's going to do his movie career. He's jumping off the Saturday Night Live boat. um, And so that's when they get Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live. Right.
1: So Bill Murray actually started on um, Cosell's... Cosell. Cosell, yeah. This is Howard Cosell. Yeah, he had one like Saturday Night Live. It was called Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell. That's why Saturday Night Live couldn't call their Saturday Night Live yet because he had... Saturday Night Live. You remember Howard Cosell? Uh, That's a little before my time.
0: Oh, man, I grew up with Howard Cosell doing like Muhammad Ali interviews. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a word for the day of that going off base. What's that? Truculent. Truculent. Yeah, he was interviewing Muhammad Ali after a fight, and he's going on about he's the greatest of all times. And old Howard Cosell asked him, Muhammad, don't you feel that you're being a bit Truculent. <laughs> he said, "Well, Howard, I don't know what truculent means, but if it means I'm the greatest, <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta love Muhammad. I love Muhammad Ali. All uh, right, back to this lecture at hand. So yeah.
1: anyway, they actually had to call it NBC's Saturday Night to start with because of Cosell's. Um, okay, Saturday Cosell Night had Live. his thing, but going Bill on. Murray started. He did one year with Cosell's. Okay, and so when what you're talking about, uh, Chevy Chase, when he left, that then opened he gets up a his spot yeah, to he go goes, to Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. What they were calling NBC Saturday Night at the time, but yeah. Now, his
0: big character on there, you remember one of his big characters? I forget his name, Keith. Mm, he I was remember. a lounge singer. Oh, really? Was it Ned? Something like that. It was some kind of lounge singer. That'd be name. some
1: pretty interesting stuff to go back and look. To yeah, oh, man, you know it's Actually, all over our, our friend shows was watching some of those just the other day. Oh, was The he? first season of Saturday Night Okay, Monday.
0: yeah, that'd be some good stuff. So, Bill Murray hits it off pretty good himself, right? Think of all those first folks on there, the, those uh, guys you've got... Um, John Belushi leaves at some point to, to do movies, right? Chevy Chase, Dan yeah. Aykroyd, um, Steve Martin, all right. these guys, man, go off and have movie careers. So it's not too long till, um, till Bill, Bill Murray, Murray, Murray jumps year. ship. Within what I don't know, maybe a couple seasons, something like that. Right. Again, people, we are your somewhat reliable source of information. Well, see, well, back up just one minute. All right,
1: how he got on. Cosell's show first was he was uh, working a Broadway version of the Lampoon show. Okay. It actually was what you call off-Broadway oh, shows a version, which is uh, like a smaller... They actually yeah, have it what's called an off-off-Broadway version. Yeah, that's which way is on small. down
0: around the corner. That's it's, two blocks uh, yeah. over back around it, the back It has corner. to
1: do with size. It's like the off-off is like a hundred seat and then you got like the 400 seat which is off-Broadway and then you got your real big one which is called Broadway.
0: I got you. And so the anyway, street's called Broadway.
1: Yes, Obviously. And then uh, Cosell <laughs> show, though, it was canceled um, after one season. and As it should have been, probably. Probably. Howard Cosell how they was were great to get casting. their name, the Saturday Night Live. So.
0: All right, so let's jump ahead, Keith. So there we are. He's headed to the movies. He's done with Saturday Night Live. He gets in a little ditty called Meatballs. Little that ditty. That was his first. Uh, little ditty. About Jack and Diane. Jack
1: and Diane.
0: <laughs> Keith, sing us a song now. Come on. <laughs> so he gets on Meatballs. The next really big one, though. Really he got balls. him out there. Caddyshack.
1: Caddyshack. Yeah, buddy. I got a list of movies here. I don't know. I, I got Stripes down. I don't know if I ever seen Stripes. I have so. seen Stripes. That see had him.
0: And uh, who was the guy with I think him?
1: it was a pretty popular one.
0: He was one of the guys that ended up being in Ghostbusters, wasn't it?
1: Dan Aykroyd? No.
0: The other guy.
1: The other guy? Anyway, we'll keep going. <laughs> uh, how about Little Shop of Horrors? He was yeah, I wasn't real fond of that. I said horrors. kind of Horrors. Weird. Horrors.
0: Scrooged. Scrooged, Scrooged was I a great like movie. Scrooge yeah. is a, actually
1: a really good movie. Yeah, of course,
0: Ghostbusters—that was a major yeah, blockbuster. That was really.
1: Uh, do you think that was Bill's real breakout
0: moment? Ghostbusters. He was already pretty famous at that time. Yeah, was but Scrooge before or after? It was before, I think. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It was after. It was after. Scrooge He had about five years in there from the early '80s to 1988 that he didn't do any movies or anything. Yeah,
1: I know. Because Scrooge uh, came
0: back in 88. Scrooge was kind like of on something else, like not this documentary yeah, I I don't know recently. what I was thinking. Ghostbusters was way before. Yeah. That was in the early 80s. What was his hiatus about? I don't know, man. He's just kind of this idiosyncratic guy that we're going to find out. He just kind of does things his way. He's not really worried about making tons of money. He's not really yeah. worried about his uh, reputation. Or, As a matter of fact, do you know that on one of those movies, I forget which one it was, but he only agreed to do this big blockbuster movie if they would let him do a movie of his own that he wanted to do that was not comedic at all. It was like about a World War I type thing. Oh, really? And that ended up impacting years later, although that movie didn't do well, it impacted a famous director named Wes Anderson greatly. And uh-huh. many years later, Bill Murray would star in some Wes Anderson movies, some critically acclaimed movies. Oh, wow. So, all right. So keep going.
1: Groundhog Day. Can I pause for one second and say that my head is feeling better, John?
0: Is it? It's That's the awesome, healing
1: man. power of Flumadoodle. Man. It is. If we could bottle this if and send can, it around I, the globe, Keith. I bet the people listening out there who have headaches are, are experiencing a similar situation as well.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So anyway, um, yeah, Groundhog Day. I love Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is a truly great movie. You know, my wife hates that movie. What? She's like, it's the same movie over and over and over. But you know, I I like the message of it. It's uh, It's like you see all this stuff he's able to accomplish because he's got time, you know? And to me... The message is: is just like you actually do have time in your life if you were to just take the time, right? Exactly. And he just took the time because he felt like he had time. You know, he slowed down. You know, because he felt like he had time. If we would slow down in our regular lives, you know, we would have the time to
0: accomplish things like he was. Exactly, man. So that's a good point. That's the message I got from it, anyway. Now, I tell you what, the next one. <laughs> I love the next one. I do, too. It's a, it's a little on the raunchy side, yeah. so we're, we won't wholeheartedly advocate that for everybody that's listening. Yeah. But if you've never seen Kingpin and you're not easily offended. <laughs> you have a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> that Kingpin with him and Woody Harrelson, which is, by the way, one of Keith's very favorite actors. Yes, I love Woody Harrelson. Kingpin is a freaking scream, dude. It's, it's so goofy, yeah. but it's so funny. Now, what's All that right.
1: other guy's name? Uh, it's uh Gosh, uh, yeah, what's him. his face, his
0: brother? You know what I'm talking about. The <laughs> one who played the Amish guy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid. Dennis <laughs> Quaid's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Randy Quaid's funny. I <laughs> know. Yeah, he's funny. Though. Speaking of National Lampoon, he's, of course, in Christmas Vacation. That's right. Yeah, he's His cousin. What's yeah. his name? He also cousin plays A. in uh, Independence Day. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Yeah. Lost in Translation, the voice of Garfield and. Zombieland, Zombieland amongst yeah. many... Oh, but wait a minute. You know what? You don't have one down. You don't have my favorite down there, Keith. What's that one? Him and Richard Dreyfus. What about Bob?
1: Yeah, I thought about putting What About Bob down, but I didn't like it that much. Baby last. Steps. I you love What About, about Bob. Bob. Okay. I've got that on DVD.
0: <laughs> I very rarely buy DVDs, but I've got that on DVD. Really? <laughs> yeah. I love
1: Zombieland. Really, Zombieland is kind of like what we're talking about today. It kind of mm, you know, showed his personality. Right
0: he played bill murray
1: he nice. played yeah so he did
0: play bill himself and it showed like who he really is in that movie so keith as we transition into this next part of the podcast we're going to kind of get into the part that made you want to do a podcast on bill murray anyway you're right right all right keith so as we get into that uh did you have something you want to say i'm sorry no okay <laughs> did, did you no well <laughs> i do now you got a commercial? Just, yeah. <laughs> Just to kind of give you an idea. Think about this. All right. Here's a guy that was honored in the last couple of years by the Kennedy Center with the highest uh award you can get as a comedian and a comedic actor. He wasn't sure if he wanted to go to that. You know, because first of all he didn't care about that kind of stuff. And second of all it was like game seven in the Chicago Cubs. Oh really? Yeah. I game. Never heard of that. Like when they're headed towards the uh World Series. And so he wanted to go to the game? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but he ended up his friends, some of his friends talked him into going. They're like, hey, I'm to you gotta go get thing. this award. Yeah, he wa- he's just really wasn't that concerned about that. Right. But here's another thing it gives you. You know, he doesn't have a manager or a publicist. I know, he's got a 1-800 number. He's got an 800 number and a voicemail. And they say it's like impossible to get a hold of him. It is. You just leave your message, and if he wants to get a hold of you, he'll get a hold of
1: you. But the thing is, is like... What we're talking about today is he gets hold of the people all the time, randomly, right? Yeah. So there's a guy
0: named, but interestingly enough, this is one neat story in that real quick. This will kind of paint part of the picture. Here's a guy who wanted to make a movie. Never had made a movie before. He apparently had a producer friend, and he begged and begged and begged, and just out of the blue, he called Bill Murray's 800 number and told him about this movie he wanted to make. So, a little while later, guess what? Bill Murray just calls this random guy back who wants to make a movie with him. Ends up making a movie that's very critically acclaimed, launched this guy's career, and got a bunch of accolades for Bill Murray called St. Vincent. Oh, okay. So, who knows, man, if we could leave a message on his machine. Yeah, well,
1: that's how we got him to interview with us later on the podcast. Exactly, man, exactly. (laughs) So, Keith, where you want to dive in here? What you got? Okay, so let's just start with the fact that on the internet... For what a couple decades now, I guess maybe a decade, but for years now, there's been all these stories about Bill Mer- Bill Mary, Bill, Bill, Bill Mary. Murray doing these weird things, right? Like just popping up in random places, and um, people didn't know if they were true or not. So this documentary I watched, this guy set out to see if they were true. So he went and interviewed the people who told these stories, and he got video and photo evidence of these stories too. And sure enough, they were true. So, so here's this stuff yeah. where
0: just random sightings of Bill Murray out in the world, like, we have seen a cryptid.
1: Yeah, he's kind he is, of like, like, like out at
0: Bill Murray, or his name is Bill Murray.
1: Yeah, and on the, the cover of the documentary, he is a Sasquatch. It's like his face as a Sasquatch, you know.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, so a Sasquatch. Is that like a squash and a sasquatch <laughs> they, mixed together? Did I say it wrong? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a sasquash. A sasquatch.
1: That's what I said. <laughs> like, as in rhymes <laughs> with... Cr- okay, I got you. All right, so anyway... I'm just picking on you, man. That's fine. I say it how I want to say it. Man. You say it however, man. I march to the beat of my own drums. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway... That's awesome, dude. <laughs> All right, man. So So anyway, let's tell some of those stories, and then
0: we'll get into like how, what we feel... Like what that means, okay? All right. Can I set a precedent prior to that? Sure. So this isn't something new. No, uh -uh. uh-uh. Now, now some of these things we're talking about just then are new, but let's take it back to 1982. Yeah. Bill's pretty famous, right? Well, I said a couple decades, but I guess it's several decades. Yeah. He's going to be on the David Letterman Show. 1982. That's a good year. 1982. Is that the year you were born? It is. All right. (laughs) So there you are, Keith. Letterman is on TV. Mm -hmm. Letterman's not the famous king of late night that we know him now. He's nervous. He's a gap-toothed former weatherman from Indiana. I didn't know that. Yeah. And he's just got this thing, right? Fresh off of a canceled morning show with that. So, late night with David Letterman is set to premiere Monday. Dave leaves the office to film a remote. While he's gone, Bill Murray, the guest showed... He's scheduled to show up on the debut, stops by to meet with his writers. And so when Letterman returns, the offices are dark and the staff is gone. So Bill Murray had like taken all the light bulbs out of David Letterman's office and like took all the writers who were supposed to be working on the show like out to a bar and got them all drunk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So anyway, there so you go. So he's kind of a prankster. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like a fun, good-natured prankster. Right, absolutely. But there's a point to all that and I'm going to wait and give, keep that idea yeah. in mind and I'm I've got something we'll bring up at the end. Right, we're going to go through the stories yeah, and, we'll and talk then we'll about kind of philosophy of so why, why he does he yeah. does and what he's trying to accomplish. Okay,
1: so first one I got is uh, he played kickball in a New York park with some random strangers. So this girl is playing kickball with her friends, and she looks out, and there's this guy. He kind of looks like a homeless guy. He's wearing like a beanie on his head, you know? And she's like, Man, why is this homeless guy playing kickball with us? I don't want him still in my spot. And then her friend's like, That's Bill Murray. She's like, No way, it ain't Bill Murray. And she looked closer, she's like, That's freaking Bill Murray. That's and sure enough, it was Bill Murray, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say, "Hey, I'm Bill Murray," you know, or he just started playing kickball with him, and then he played a game of kickball with him, and then before he left, he took some selfies with him, and and then left, and that was it. Yes, just like walked, and I think his kids were there with him, and so he walked off with his kids, and that was it. That was the end of it. all right. Cool, cool.
0: So just kind of random, you know. What's the next one, man? He also has been caught. Photo bombing engagement photos. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, uh, the way that happened that was kind of funny,
1: actually. Uh, th- the photographer said that he noticed that the um, groom, or to be, to be groom, or whatever, the betrothed groom, whatever, he was uh, distracted, right, and was kind okay. of laughing. And he turned around, and Bill Murray was back there with his shirt up. Slapping his belly, just making him <laughs> laugh, just just slapping his belly like crazy, making him laugh, and then uh, he went. And then he walked up
0: and um, got in their photos with him, just took a selfie with him, and just as you do, yeah, as you do. Well, now this one's pretty funny. We're we're gonna take it at least to the UK, maybe not all the way to Ireland right now. Okay, but so apparently Bill Murray is over in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe at a pub. So somehow he was invited by a 22 year old girl at a bar. And decided he was going to show up at a college party, so he's in the kitchen washing dishes. And can you imagine people like, dude, Bill Murray's? I don't know that they say dude in Scotland, whatever they say. And they're like, like, dude, "Dude." (laughs) something like that. Yeah, like Bill Murray's in in the kitchen, washing dishes. Yeah, what a trip. I know. Just and, this uh, random thing. You're at a party in college and Bill Murray's in your kitchen washing dishes.
1: Right. So apparently the girl was at the bar and just invited him. And like, you know, you don't expect him to actually come. Right. Exactly. But he did. He went. And then he, while he was there, he just was like, hey, this place is a mess. And here, let me get this for you. And started washing the dishes. And so they, and this is one of those things. They have photos of him washing these dishes. So they know it's true. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And uh, so this is just like one of those random things that he did. Right on, right on. So what's yep, next? Yeah. We got the kickball game. We did that. All right. So um, this one I thought was kind of neat. Um, they have this uh, South by Southwest music festival. Oh, have you I'd ever love heard to of that? Go, yes, that's in I figured you'd probably heard of that. I would actually. love to music go guy. South by Southwest. It's in Austin. All right. So he apparently was a guest there. Yeah, I could see that. Because they invite...
0: Musicians, but they also invite other celebrities. Well, it across. started out as music only, and yeah. then it's expanded to software, video right. games. It's expanded into this whole huge media artistic kind of thing.
1: So he was invited there, and they uh, they just, um, while he was like, you know, not doing anything or whatever, he just decided to go to this bar. And he sat down and he started talking to this guy. And this guy's name was Trevor, and Trevor happened to be an off-duty bartender. Well, the thing is, is the way Trevor describes this is he said he said that he wasn't talking to him like, hey, I'm Bill Murray, let, let me tell you my story as an actor. Right. He's, Trevor said that, um, he, and this was in that documentary, Trevor said that he was very interested in Trevor. Right. He was like asking him all about him. You know, he's very interested in his story. Right. And then... Uh, he eventually was like, hey, Trevor, you want to go out and listen to some music with me? And Trevor was like, well, you know, I, I really got to go home and let my dogs out. It's been a long time. You know, I just got off work and I got to go let them out. Right. Which, when I was watching this documentary, I was like, you're so dumb. Let the dogs pee and poop in the floor. You so clean what's the it up name later. I was thinking Bill Murray. Um, life lessons from Bill Murray. I'm watch or, that later. There life lessons from a mythical man. Bill Murray, oh, life that's lessons right. from that's a mythical, it, man. mythical man. So, um, anyway, uh. So he, Trevor goes home, right? Well, anyway, Bill Murray goes to listen to the music. And later on, Bill Murray comes back to the bar looking for Trevor again.
0: Where did Trevor go? Come on, And Trevor.
1: he starts asking people for Trevor. And um, the guy who's actually at the bar now, he calls the boss. And he's like, hey, Bill Murray's here. And he's looking for Trevor. And the boss says, well, see if you can get him to bartend. <laughs> and so the, the bartender's like, hey, Bill, you want to bartend? And Bill's like, really, can I? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and he's like, hey, heck yeah, dude. and, uh, and so Bill Murray for like the next 30 minutes bartends and people, he, he said it was funny that he would lean in and attentively listen to their drink order, you know, and they'd order something fancy and, and then he'd pour a shot of tequila and give it to them no matter what they ordered. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: Heck yeah, man. So I thought that one was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And then there's a whole bunch of these, uh, no one will ever believe you stories. Right. Have you heard of those?
0: I'm going to hear right now with the says. Okay, so it's like it. he'll
1: he'll walk up behind somebody and put his hands over their eyes and and then they'll turn around and see it's Bill Murray and he'll say no one will ever believe you and then just walk away. <laughs> or he'll there's one that somebody told where he was like he said he was at a concert and somebody kicked him in the shin and he turned around and it was Bill Murray and he said no one will ever believe you and just walked away. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Dude. I,
1: I believe it. I think because it sounds like something he would do. You know, right. There's this other one where he read poetry to these uh, construction workers. Now I think he was yeah, invited I that to do one. that one, though. That's and funny. then um, the last one I was going to say is uh, is actually a story that he told himself. Okay. Uh, I think he was at Comic Con when he told this story, but um, Comic Con. This is just the kind of thing that he does, though. Um, he said that he was he had this long drive and he had got a taxi and he started talking to the taxi driver and the taxi driver said that he plays saxophone on the side and he says and he started talking about how much he works and stuff and um, he said uh, well yeah I work like 12 to 14 hours you know so I don't have a lot of time to play and he said well where's your where's your saxophone and he said what's in the trunk. and Bill said well it's, it, it seemed like I had a solution to a problem he said I know how to drive <laughs> you know, and he said, "And your saxophone's in the trunk." He said, "So I got out and I drove, and he played the saxophone in the back for the next two and a half hours."
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: so that's that's the kind of thing. So now I think that's a good transition point right there. It's a good transition about, like, point. Why man. he does these kind of things exactly? So what you think, man?
0: Well, this is what I've seen a lot. The guy likes to live in the moment. moment. Yes. We have talked about that, you and I, you know, and that's a big buzzword these days, being mindful. Mindful, yeah. Living in the moment right here, right now, because that's all we got kind of thing. But that's so hard to do. You know, you got family, you got jobs, you got bills, you got this. It's so easy, I think, for your mind to be pulled in so many directions, which is why, you know, prayer or meditation actively engaging with others, getting outside yourself. We have the opportunity to do that, right?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Get people to
0: share with us. Okay. Tell me about yourself. Tell me what you used to do when you were such and such an age or you were raising your kids and just like give people the opportunity to share. Cause most people don't. Yeah, Most people are ready. You know, you've done that. I've done that. You're listening to somebody, but you're just waiting for your answer to come. You're right. waiting for your turn to say something. But this guy, especially a guy that's pretty famous, pretty special. Most people like the guy. You know, all of a sudden, it's like this famous actor or this star wants to know about you and join yeah, in your day. and like he
1: was with Trevor. Yeah, exactly. he was actually intended hey, to listen. Or play the yeah. guitar.
0: That'd be me playing the guitar in the back seat. Yeah, the so he,
1: he seems to have a sense of humility, even with his celebrity. Absolutely. Yeah, and he does, I do think that he is uh, mindful of the moment, like you're talking about. Very much. Um, you know, maybe he is a little bored, you know, he... He doesn't have, you know, he's kind of conquered the money thing for sure.
0: Yeah. And you know what else kind of hits me, man, is as much as he loves acting, Yeah. he doesn't seem to like the trappings that go with that lifestyle. Yeah. The awards, the fame, all the foolishness that goes with it. So many people can get so self-important in that kind of job. Right. And they want to wall themselves up in their compound and... Don't want the paparazzi around me. And I'm sure it, yeah. would be, it could be awful.
1: So it seems like a that. particular approach to that, doesn't right. it? It's like,
0: well, it's going to the man, it's gonna
1: be there, so let's approach it a certain way. Let's, yeah, absolutely. I you
0: agree. Know? I agree. And here, here's a quote I found that I like a lot. Even for movies that he's doing... It's hard for the directors and the studios to get him pinned down into interviews. He just doesn't like that kind of thing, which in that sense, it puts me in the mind of one of my favorite musicians, a very enigmatic character. There's another word for the day, enigmatic, named Bob Dylan. Bob hated the celebrity. He hates... Now, Bob Dylan wouldn't be caught dead doing this kind of stuff. He's more of a wall-himself-up kind of guy. Right. But in his way that he reacts with the media and that sort of thing... He tries to bring some humor to it sometimes. So anyway, they rope uh, Bill Murray into doing an interview for St. Vincent. And I love this quote. It says, St. Vincent, what he loved about St. Vincent is that it's going to wake me up. And if I see someone that's out cold on their feet, I go, okay, I'm going to try to wake that person up. It's what I want someone to do for me. Wake me the hell up yeah so he's about really being alive man right not just shuffling through your day your same routine your same grind yeah like so he's shaking that's what he's doing he's going out trying to find people in their circumstance and shake them up a little bit wake them up get them yeah uh, looking at a new perspective kind of
1: and so i think there's definitely some applications um to our own lives right absolutely um you, you know I think we can title this one Life Lessons from Bill Murray. Life Lessons from Bill Murray. Because, uh, dude, if you do pay attention to people. Right. Because we're so, like you said, we're so caught up in our own problems.
0: Self-absorbed.
1: Yes. And, like, we do. We, We have a lot of problems. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of stresses, that people are telling us things all the time that we could help them with. Right and and that we could pray for them about or whatever, right. you know. Lend a hand. Uh, lend a hand, it hand or mean. lend a ear, you know. Sometimes they just want somebody to talk to, you know. And um, if we would just stop for a minute and pay attention to them, you know, then that would be so helpful to them.
0: Man, I tell you what, I'm going to give them an example of that. See, uh, Flumadiddle Keith is a pretty busy guy, got a lot going on. But Flumadiddle Keith helped me, stopped what he was doing this past weekend and helped me move a refrigerator. Right. That's awesome, man. You just step out and do something for others, man. Yeah, absolutely. Do that this week, Flumadiddleers. Step out of your comfort zone. Do something nice. Pay attention to somebody. Use your make somebody's to bless others, right? Absolutely. Because
1: that's what he's doing. He has celebrity, but he's he knows that when he does these things, like when he goes and he just plays kickball with somebody. He knows that that's something they're never going to forget. That's a story for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, and so I'm he's using, there. Yeah, and he's using his gifts to bless other people. Absolutely. And so it's kind of like that quote that I've been using a lot lately. Either, uh, you know, the difference between an ordeal and a, and an adventure is your attitude. Yeah, you know, absolutely, so, brother. Well, Keith,
0: really, as we away. wrap this one up, man, tell the folks how they can get a hold of us. Well, that would be uh, do you at gmail.com and at do you flum a diddle on facebook yeah and we're not really doing the twitter thing and a whole lot of social media right now we're just too busy but you can check us out at our facebook page or our web page yeah and which is do you but follow us on uh, your favorite um podcast app yeah That's please do that thing. man and uh, hey speaking of podcasts i want to start shouting people out man you got to shout out anybody you want to shout out for anything
1: uh, not right because nobody shared us. A lot of people liked the episodes but didn't share it. Hey, share the episodes Please and we will it. shout you out. Uh, ben Taylor, though, he always shares them. So
0: Yes, he does. Ben we'll Taylor ben. is the man. Hey, I shout out a new podcast I've been listening to, speaking of podcasts called American History Tellers. Yeah. Dude, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever heard in my life. So if you want a really awesome, story-driven, narrative-based podcast, um american history kind of thing the one i've listened to so far is about the cold war and the space race that's cool really cool stuff so anyway thanks for listening and i hope your headache's gone mine is right on peace out